0: to The Spinner's Lit Pinball podcast. Tonight's episode, episode 52, Unwrapping 2022. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me are my co host, Dan.
1: Hey, what's going on, folks? And Mark. Hello, happy holidays, everyone.
0: And two veteran senior members of the Roundtable crew, or we welcome them back. But we have uh, Will and Brian. Hello. Hi. So good to have you guys back again, man. I missed you guys a lot. So tonight, we're going to kind of just do a... We're not going to really talk about news. We're going to review 2022 and talk about 2023 a little bit. Uh, Before we get into uh, uh, our review of the year uh, past, um, Mark, you got some uh, tournament and league news.
1: Yes, it's the end of the year now, and uh, all of the... Ratings are in for the state. And I am happy to say that I am eighth in the uh, in the state of Nevada. So I am going to the state championships in Las Vegas in a couple of weeks. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Congratulations, man, great work.
1: And not only that, but several other people are coming from Reno that are going down to Vegas. So we're definitely gonna represent this time. And uh, hopefully we'll have the tournament here instead of Vegas, but we're going to go down there this year. Actually next year, we're going down there next year. Yeah. That's like the end of January, right? Uh, Yeah. It's a January 21st and it is at the player one, uh, barcade, which is in, uh, North Las Vegas, pretty close to where the stratosphere is like around that area.
0: Oh, right. on. All right. So when we have, uh, probably have our February show, we'll talk about the results of that. Yes, we will. Nice. Anybody else got any uh, news items they want to share? So CCPL, we have a couple of events coming up.
2: We have interleague championships, which I did qualify for by the skin of my teeth. Uh, and we also have a winter cup tournament coming up. Have you heard about that yet, Mark?
1: No. When is the winter cup tournament?
2: Uh, I'll have to get you the details. Um, I think it's like early February.
1: Oh, and, uh, wow. Yeah. My, if there's my no bad weather. are always
2: really, really good. We do them at our CCPL commissioner house. Uh, so hopefully we're going to be in for some uh, some good winter pinball action here in Northern California.
1: Is it uh, um, pin golf? Is that the format? Because usually winter yeah, cup is golf. pin golf. Oh, yeah, I'm in. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> it's good enough that we think Spencer should fly out for it.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Yeah. That sounds I'm- fun. I don't think I'm going to be able to fly out for it. I really, really, Spencer, really want to. You're being a hater. <laughs> I, I really want to. So – um Stop your arms. Take flight I, like the eagle that you are. You know what, man? If we get a good tailwind, I ain't going to have to flap. It'll just – I'll put on <laughs> my little fly. I ain't kidding, man. I'll put on my little flying nut hat and just oil up the catcher's mitt and grab me. I'm telling you, the winds out here have been pretty rough lately, so – But no, a lot of exciting stuff, man, coming up uh, basically in in, in the new year with uh, tournaments and leagues and stuff. Um, So we're going to go ahead and jump in. Nobody else has any – no one has anything else. We're going to jump into uh, uh, kind of uh, looking past – looking back at 2022, the highs and the lows. Um, We're going to call it points. Our first point is game of the year. And uh, this one's a little harder this year because there's a lot of new games out that are coming out that we just haven't been able to play. Uh, it's been a weird year. I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, I, I, I'm i going to say Weird Al. Um, it's got everything. I mean, it's uh, theme, obviously. I love the theme. I think everybody on the show right now is a fan of Weird Al and loves the theme. Theme integration, gizmos, mechs, toys. Um, it, it seemed, you know, even, even early on when we played it at, at Golden State Pinball Festival in May, the code seemed pretty far along. And I know they've added stuff to it since then. Um, I give an honorable mention to Rush because I think it's a fantastic game. It shoots great and I love the theme and the code is, is pretty far along, but there's no toys, mechs or gizmos in there that we haven't really seen before. So I'm absolutely going to give my best in the show to Weird Al just for raising the bar and really putting out uh, a superior product. Uh, the guys at Multimorphic have done a wonderful job. So, Dan, what's your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm honor bound to choose Weird Al as my game of the year. Um, it is an awesome game. I mean, the theme is just so overwhelmingly perfect for me. But the game is really good. Uh, I have a lot of respect for P3 for making this happen. And I just can't wait to finally get my hands on one, which is still a good ways away, and really, really wring it out and experience all that it has to offer. Rush is great. you know. I think it's the best shooting stern, even better than Godzilla, come at me. Um, and I, I think it had good toys and I think it had good gimmicks. You know, the magnetic lock thing with a little ramp leading up to it is cool. I like the fact that you have a three-flipper layout. I like the fact that it has shots that lead into other shots. Like it's a fantastic game. And I think Valhalla is a super, super good game as well. Like I really enjoy The Legend of Valhalla. I don't feel like it was a a runaway. I haven't spent too much time on Toy Story yet, but it's a hell of a shooter. It's a Pat Lawler masterpiece. I mean, I don't think that anybody thought that Pat Lawler wouldn't put out a good layout. I know there were a lot of uh, hard feelings about the price, and maybe we'll talk some about that later, but I think Toy Story was a great game, so I don't think it was, you know, a one and done, but I think that Weird Al is, you know, my my game of the year, hands down.
0: Yeah, I would agree, Valhalla, Uh I really, really enjoyed playing it. It's a fun game, and they've done a wonderful job on it. Um, you know, I, I continue to to applaud everything Americans doing, um, you know, every game they put out, they seem to up the bar just a little bit more. But, yeah, I mean, we're talking about game of the year and, ga- and you know, all the games are great. You make great points about Rush. I kind of think about the little magnetic ball lock is really cool. So it does have some cool mechs and it's it's a fantastic game. Love playing it. I uh, really would like to have one. But when it comes down to game of the year for 2022, my choice is still Weird out. If what? I liked the theme oh, more, Rush would
2: finish higher. I will say that. I don't hate Rush, but I'm not a Rush aficionado either.
0: Yeah, see, I am a Rush fan. So, but yeah, I still think Weird Al is just a cut above.
1: Mark? I would say the game of the year for me is also Weird Al. And the reason why is because it's amazing how Multimorphic packs so much into just a little part of that play field, that little module. It has as much max as a full play field. And how it works, from what I've heard, it's pretty reliable. And there's just fun shots. I, don't, I can't believe how many shots that they added to that to be able to shoot in so many different ways on the back of the play field. So I really am impressed with that. The mechs are really cool, especially the, uh, the ball lock near the camera. And of course you can't forget about the hamster wheel. What a neat, ingenious way of, of having the ball lock in that way. Uh, the other thing is, uh, the theme is great. The topper was included with the, uh, with the, um, the higher end model. Yeah. With the LE. Yeah. With the LE. And it was just a nice way to bring everything together in one nice package and not spend as much if you buy a module. Of course, you buy the whole machine, different story, but still a good investment for what you get. Um, it, it's just super fun. The modes are great, very original. Uh, the one with the, um, the germs is really cool how the, wall, op- or the uh, wall of targets raises up so it blocks it so you have like the lower part of the play field work in that regard and the way it's integrated with the screen, it's just a, a great package. And I wish there's more out there to play, but the ones that I played were very entertaining and definitely a one more game appeal. So yeah, I would say definitely Weird Al is is the most innovative and the best theme. And the other great thing is the call outs from Weird Al that they're all custom call outs from him. So it's it's a win-win. The other thing is the code was fleshed out really well compared to other games that get released right away. The code was pretty close to finished. They added a couple of things, but it was solid out the gate. So uh, definitely liked Weird Al. As you know what's weird is
2: like, I'm almost thankful that I haven't had one local that I've gotten to play on and kind of get rid of the uh, anticipation of, of when I finally get my Weird Al. But at the same time, yeah, it's just it's really getting frustrating. Waiting, it's been close to a year now, right? Close so to a four, year. January, January or so, where I threw down. Uh, where I threw down the deposit on it.
1: Yeah, and, and we haven't supposed, got ours yet we're either. Still
2: five, six months out.
1: Yeah, but, we're still waiting. We were supposed to get ours in October. Then it was pushed to November. Then it was pushed to December. Now we don't know what's happening. So yeah. uh, it's you know, a matter of time.
2: Our local, our local friend who's got one coming in, like they, they don't have theirs yet either. And they were originally due for like November, or December. So it's a double edged sword because every, every point that you made is true. Kicks ass, super fun, want to play it more. But at the same time, I don't want to be stuck in a situation where I play somebody's out. And then by the time I get mine, I'm tired
0: of it. Good point. Yeah, yeah exactly.
3: Brian. I don't think that's uh, going to happen. You're not going to get tired of Weird Al.
0: <laughs> I, I certainly hope not. I don't think you will either, but... Yeah, Brian, what are your
3: thoughts? Well, I have not had the chance to play Weird Al yet, so I cannot say it's my game of the year. I have... Heretic! Hey. i played Toy Story, I played Rush, i played Legends of Valhalla, and out of those three, Rush would probably be my pick, mainly since... I haven't had much time on Legends of Valhalla or Toy Story, and I like them both, but I've had plenty of time on Rush. And I like the way Rush shoots. It's a fun shooting game. Uh, I don't think it deserves all the, I don't want to say hate, but not the general mo I don't know.
1: It's a fun game. I like
3: it. I feel like
2: people are are kind to Rush. Like it had that that the scoop the kind of the scoop debacle at first, but
3: yeah, I, that was a big. That's about the only drawback yeah. about that game is that they they fixed for the scoop was and a lot like of people. Cool. Yeah,
2: a lot of people are really dickish about the art, which I think is perfectly appropriate for the game. It's
3: for seventies rush. It looks like seventies rush. You find on the side of a panel man back
2: then. It you, it, you got it, man. It's 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 a cool ass game. Again, if if it was a band that I cared more about, like if Rush had Weird Al on it, I mean I would own I would have owned an LE immediately. You just hate Canadians. Uh do I? I'm trying to think of any Canadians that I really like. Slain Dion. No? Rick. Moranis. No. The, William Shatner. Oh yeah, Rick Moranis is great. Yes. The crew from you can't <laughs> do that on television. I loved that show.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so I do like Canadians, luckily. It's not a deep-seated racism thing. No, I mean, I know, I know about Rush. I just don't, you know, I don't find myself seeking out Rush. When Rush comes up on my playlist, I usually skip it. Maybe I'll listen to, like, Tom Sawyer. But, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the Rush references. And I know watching some of the streams and stuff that the lore on that game is super deep. Yeah. And the rules on that game are just batshit insane. Like, they go, they go deep. But a lot of that is lost on me where you can drop the deepest word I'll reference on me and I'll get it.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, Dan. The code is complicated on Rush. I mean, if you take it at the surface, it's pretty easy to understand. But then when you talk about, you know, doing the multipliers and making the shots with the certain color of the records and all that, then it's like, whoa, this really gets crazy. Um, But it is a lot of fun uh, once you get those rules mastered. I could definitely see this as a perfect game for home use.
2: We have a couple pros in the Northern California group now. So I'm really hoping one of these days I'll talk someone into a, uh, a short term loan so I can get some home time on it.
1: There you go. That's a great idea because I wish I had it at home too, because then I could really learn that game, but on location or at a show is not enough to learn it.
0: Brian nailed it with the art. Uh it's something you would see on a seventies uh Chevy van. You know, yeah, like that, that is so perfect. Yeah. So panel um, Yeah, exactly. So wow, that's a perfect. That round window up in the corner. Yeah. yeah. The bubble yeah. window. Yeah. Fucking
1: dope. Exactly. And the other thing, the band approved it. So if people are complaining about it, well, it was approved by the band. <laughs> so how much people hate on Metallica's art?
2: I don't get yeah. why, but they do.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you can't please everyone. So people
2: just can't deal with stylized art.
0: Yeah, there they, you go. They, they, want, they want clip art. So, well, good for them. Uh, they want Will, ACDC. There you go. Luckily, we want, you
2: have ACDC exists. There you go. Well, you can yeah. have an ugly band pinball machine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A great machine, but an ugly machine. Oh, uh, awesome.
2: Awesome game to play, but it is rough on the eyes. Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> well,
2: I what are you ACDC right now? He's like, mm, kind of. <laughs> well, I'm just talking about the play field. Like the, the cabinets are all their own thing. But yeah, the play field on ACDC is one of the worst play fields I've ever seen on a pinball machine. It just sucks.
1: And here's great why. Game, fun to shoot. Ugly. It's a Steve Ritchie game. That's why all art sucks on Steve 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 Ritchie. Ritchie
2: Didn't draw it himself. No. There's Steve Ritchie games with cool art. Terminator 2 looks fucking awesome. Which one? Terminator 2, Black Knight, Sword of Rage looks amazing.
1: Yeah, ACDC is just that
2: era of Stern. Like that was what they were doing until Metallica came along and And like reinvigorated the whole hand drawn art, you know, stylized art. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ghostbusters with Yeti coming on the scene really, really fired it up. What were we saying, Brian?
3: You have to remember the reason Metallica got that highly stylized art is because of the one they they did for Earthshaker the Zombie Yeti did. Yeah. That's the only reason this Metallica has that art is because of what that one looked like.
2: Well, they insisted on it, too. Like they said, look, we want this guy to do the art on our game. Yeah. And if you guys don't want it, there doesn't need to be a Metallica pinball machine.
3: Yep. And that came along because of the were Shaker metallic yeah
2: the and what was the other one they did the helicopters, helicopters. yeah which is beautiful but they're, they're, they're dope and that's yeah. it you know they don't want everything to be cookie cutter they wanted to get rid of the stern formula <laughs> which to an extent they did with the art anyway yeah I like
0: their yeah, they you know that really did uh, take a turn for the better. I mean, that was that was the turning point for uh, you know hand drawn stylized art to come back to pinball, which it's everything else was in place. that sorely needed. Um, we could do a whole another show on that. So, Will, you still with us? I am. All right, man. Give me some thoughts on the game of the year.
3: Well, that's kind of rough for me, honestly, because I haven't played most of the games that came out this year. <laughs> um, probably the game that I've stood in front of the most would be the Legends of All Hollow, which I liked, but I haven't played anything enough honestly to make a, to form an educated opinion. Um, I mean, I, I can't wait until Dan gets his Weird Al because I'm definitely looking forward to playing it um, out of all of the machines that everybody's talking about, but I haven't even put a game on uh, on that one yeah. By default, it's where it is.
0: pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. And, and I, I, I was just thinking there's locally for sale. Well, I think it's actually in Montana, but we'll call it local for me, a local Craigslist. There's a uh uh there's a Rob Zombie for sale right now for like fifty six hundred. So I'll say fifty six hundred. See, I think I think that that game's
2: worth fifty six hundred bucks. I, I
0: do too. I love that game. That's what well, was thinking. I it was hate like, it. I think I it's like, one of the worst will, will, games just,
2: ever made. But you know, i I appreciate its its uh, attitude. You
3: know what's gonna be <laughs> awesome is when I buy that machine and then just make Dan keep it at his house for me. <laughs> all, all <laughs> no, see, Here's the thing: I mean, to put it in the garage too. I think it looks fucking great. Right? I think it
2: sounds great. I think that that the animations are are brutal and weird. There's titties and all sorts of great stuff on it. I just think that the play field is a steaming pile of shit. And it's not that, you know, I, I hate everything that spooky pinball's ever done. It's just definitely. It was, it was, let's be fair, it was Charlie's first game. You know, and it just it feels like charlie's first game
3: well brian and i were literally just talking about this um last night and you know sometimes it's just 100 the theme you know and, and there's there's nothing you can do about it i like that machine because of the theme um it could just be a you know <laughs> the, the flippers could miss, be missing and i'd still like it and here's uh, the thing so. if, if you if you got your
2: hands on a rob zombie I would love for that thing to sit by Metallica and ACDC yes. because those are the games that weren't afraid to say bad words and, and you know, yeah, you know, just, just, it'd be, it'd be badass yes. guns and roses, you know, it would go really, really well in, in the music lineup of, of my dreams.
3: You might even have to get a rush.
2: I don't know if I'll get a rush. <laughs> Or just
3: borrow one.
2: I think I, I would really like an Aerosmith, although I don't think Aerosmith is as good of a game. Yeah, that's
3: because you're a stupid, stupid man, Andrew red.:
2: As a band, though, I like Aerosmith. <laughs> I like it a lot better than what's the next room or Foo Fighters.
3: No. Ugh, I mean, like, why not just like make a Nirvana machine or something? That'd be dope.
1: Yeah. Because
3: the game would have to go to game over right before everything started getting really big.
2: Because <laughs> I don't want to give Courtney Love unlimited money. <laughs> yep.
1: Uh, she She'd sign
0: off on it. Yeah, she probably would. So I think we're through game of the year. So let's, uh, best show. Best show. Uh, this one's going to be a runaway. <laughs> best show. Uh, like anybody thought it'd be any different. The Golden State Pinball Festival. And I'm going to tell you why. It's more than just a pinball show. Yeah, there's pinball machines. Duh. You know, but you can camp out and there's barbecue and there's the dinner and there's like all eight, like, okay, there's all night long, there's people with awnings, like the pop ups, and they've got games outside and there's side tournaments and midnight madness tournaments and just the people. It's, it's the Woodstock of pinball. It's, uh, um, It's a happening. It really is. And I've been to other shows now that are all wonderful and great. They, you know, most of them happen at like a nice air conditioned or heated hotel, you know, with a nice bar and that's all cool. But if you want, if you want the real grassroots, you know, of the people, by the people and for the people pinball show, it's the Golden State Pinball Festival in beautiful, sunny, low dye California. And that ladies and gentlemen, is my pick for best show of 2022. Dan. Yeah,
2: I I don't think there's any debate as to why Golden State is, is all of our favorite shows. It's by far the best experience that you can have in a Northern California pinball show. Admittedly, I've never made it out to Texas. I've never made it out to Expo. Uh, and those are supposed to be just super elite shows, but I think that our show is the best kept secret in pinball. I think that when people come out to, to GSPF, they're just like, Oh, wow, where, where, where did this show come from? And it's like, okay, well, we're like, what, four years old now, five years old, you know, but it's, it's got it all, man. And I like the Woodstock of pinball, uh, analogy. You know, you're never going to do better than, The show itself is great, but the after hours is almost better. You know, the campsites are great. Uh, People setting up games out there, people, I mean, it's getting to the point where I think that you're going to get more people who come for the experience than the pinball. And honestly, it might sound weird to say it this way, but I think that's going to be the differentiator. You can play pinball anywhere, but you can only get Golden State Pinball Festival in Lodi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like there's this, you're not wrong. There's just no two ways about it. So yeah, GSPF all the way. Love Pinagogo. Nothing against Pinagogo. I have a great time at Pinagogo every year. It's a great show for hanging out with, with your bros and playing a little pinball and a chill and open environment. But in terms of just the overall pinball experience and NorCal of GSPF, California Extreme's great too,
3: especially for. Oh, oh
2: He's not going to come in.
3: Sorry. Uh, unwatched DDR players. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, uh,
3: as a pinball
2: show, it's, it's not the best, right? Like, it's got a lot of pinball, but it's not a pinball show. You know, State Pinball Festival, Pinagogo. those are our Northern California pinball shows. Of the two, there can be only one. Of the one, GSPF.
0: Well, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, and I'll just add two things. Thing number one is, uh, you know, we have to pay homage to Pinnagogo because if it weren't for Pinnagogo, there would be no GSPF. Uh, and I want to give a special shout-out to Juan uh, and his pyramid inflatable tent with the hidden Ninja Turtles pinball in it. That was probably the – like, that was like the Burning Man of GSPF.
1: That was awesome.
0: That was that that went above and beyond awesomeness. Um, uh, Mark.
1: All right. I probably sound biased, but I have to say I've been to a lot of pinball shows around the country and without a doubt, it's Golden State Pinball Festival. And the reason why I like it is because it's the only show I know where you can travel between three different buildings to play pinball. Everything else is always in one big room when you go to a convention. If you go to gold um uh, California extreme it's all in a ballroom if you go to Chicago it's in a convention center all in one room but man when you go to Golden State you got all these different genre of pinball machines the older ones are in one building and then you go in the other one and it has a nice arrangement in pods all on the floor and then they have the outdoor ones which are the ones that are at the campsite it's just a good variety and then they have the great tournaments that are there uh, that Michael Hosier puts on and uh capital court of pinball league. And they are a lot of fun. They're, they're also considered a stern pro circuit event, which is great. So you get to do that as well. So it's just a lot of great, great variety. And the thing that's different about it is that when the show is over for the public, the show keeps going on the campground where if you go to another show, they close their doors and then you're hanging out in the lobby, but you're not getting to play pinball. So I, uh, it's, it's a great show. It It's amazing how it doesn't get more press. I know we always say a lot about it, but I'll tell you something. It is, it is the best show by far. And like Spencer said, it's all about the people hanging out with the people. And, uh, it, it's just a, a great, uh, family reunion of pinheads around the West coast and people who decide to travel there but it's mostly people from Nevada and uh California you know I I forgot um Mark have you ever made it up to Seattle I have never gone to the Northwest pinball show the Northwest well I I heard that's a really ago. good that's that's a heck of a show too yeah that's a good one yep
3: indoors uh, like the the, gold, you know both Golden State and um, Pentagogo, you know or you have indoor and outdoor experiences you know you're not just stuck indoors the whole time and that because it's the northwest and it's notoriously you know uh rainy um it was interesting to have a completely indoor uh, show
0: yeah yeah that's the same with the denver show it's at a it's like a, a, a a marriott and it's a wonderful show well organized well put together they had a beer garden last year the tournament area was completely closed off you know if you weren't in the tournament you weren't getting near there um and they did they did a really fantastic job um i feel like a beer garden is
2: one
1: thing that gspf definitely needs we need a yeah they need a beer garden i agree with like that A good one a good one yep they got
2: you. like that picnic like that picnic table area it's would fine. be would be boss if they really like beer garden it up it's fine for yeah yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that it sucks. I'm just saying that if they have, like, a legit sort of, like, beer garden experience, like, I think that would be, I think that would add to the show.
3: Like, let's face it, out of the three major California shows, you have California Extreme, where you're paying $14 for a Budweiser, you have Pinagogo, where there's absolutely no alcohol allowed, and you have Golden State with their their beer garden, so it gets the job done. If they had a more sub- more Variety of local breweries that'd be cool, but what they offer
2: is fine and the price is decent. I feel like if you pay for beer at Golden State, you're not trying very hard, though. <laughs> no doubt, <There's> so <laughs> since you can walk sure by you can walk so by Can't <laughs> and get that, that was ludicrous of amounts drinks. of beer, <laughs> but a beer garden, you know, would, would be actually, I think, a really good thing. Or I don't know, what would it be a wine garden? I know they really push that. Since we do it at the great festival grounds, they really push that uh, whole wine, wine country thing. The but. wine
3: garden already exists. Just walk around the machine and do with whining about something. <laughs> well, <laughs> wine garden! Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You guys only had 200 machines last time you had 300. What happened?
1: Get the fuck out of here.
3: <laughs>
1: hey, I'll tell you something. The variety of machines is awesome too about that place. Where do you go where they have tons of EMs in one room, then you got the solid states in another, and then you got them mixed up with all different ones in the main hall. It's just awesome. There's just so, so much space and, and so many different places to explore. Not, that's not why I like to take
2: it. away from any other region, but I don't think you got a more eclectic group of collectors than we do
1: here in NorCal. Exactly, that's the whole point. And on top of that, we get Stern or uh, Marco that comes in, and and Stern has their machines, so that's cool too. So it's just like if you went to the expo, or if you went to uh, Text Pinball Festival, they bring it right to Lodi. So it's it's awesome. Yeah.
0: You know, I've, over the years I've talked to vendors, um, it, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, everybody, they love coming, they, they so look forward to vendors, um, um, distributors, um, you know, they so look forward to GSPF, man. Cause it's it like, just like we've all talked about it. it's a family reunion. It's, it's the big, you know, it's the big love in it's, uh, it's so much more than just a pinball show. So, Brian, man, what are you thinking?
3: Well, you know, obviously with the, with the with the shows that we still have in Northern California, Golden State's going to be my favorite. They all have their place, you know. California Streams cool because it does have the video games, and you know, for a long time there, there were rare games that show up that would not show up at Golden State. You know. Um, TJ would bring out his kingpin, and the Big Bang bar was always there. Uh, there was a collector who'd bring out his prototype, Tommy, sitting next to a normal Tommy, so you can see he's playing some of these games. that are just simply, for a lot of people, getting time on is simply difficult, if not outright impossible. You know, Pinagogo, I've always liked the laid-back feel to it, just like Dan mentioned. They had the smokingest deal ever this year where they brought a little crate of back glasses. For forty dollars or each, for forty dollars or best offer or whatever it was, and a lot of them were in really good shape, and uh, that was really cool to see. But Golden State wins. Uh, it's just like everyone's already mentioned. There's just so much going on there that's great. Um, I will say that out of the show that doesn't exist anymore, there was PPE that I don't know if anybody here ever got to go to. I know I went.
2: I always got stuck working,
3: but that during show, PPE that show was on another level, even above Golden State. It was just really it was like it was like expo but not. You know, it was it was just really, really, really well done. Um and I and I missed that show. It was always fun to have another pinball show. You, you have another pinball show show, you know how can you complain about it?
1: Is you that know, the can, one where they had the lights hanging? Like between the pods of machines and stuff?
3: Yeah, it was the lights hanging. Um it was in the Sandra Re- Bell Convention Center. So right across the creek was uh, an embassy suites where they got smoking deals on rooms. You know, there was happy hours going on at embassy suites. The games were all in good shape. And the amount of games they had was ginormous.
1: Ridiculous, huh? For a
3: couple of years, yes, it was heavily EM-centric because that's what most of uh, the collection was at that point. But, you know, they branched out. and It was great. And I think Golden State and a lot of other pinball shows took some examples from that. And that's awesome. Just like I'm sure State shows are taking examples now from Golden State. But Golden State's my favorite. My boys love it. It's always fun to go for at least one day. You know, we still have the extremely long-running uh, Sparky's SPG barbecue, which has been going on for, what, 12, 13 years now at least.
1: Definitely a tradition. Yeah, That's how I met all my friends. And Every time just, I meet somebody really new. It's
3: cool that that's still going on. Yeah. You know, the original one, There is maybe 20 of us showed up. Something like that. It was not very big. And now we got, you know, there's hundreds. It's really cool to see. Sparky's Barbecue, first time I ever saw Margaritaville.
1: Yes. Yeah,
3: was, John Rosen had it sitting up on a post and he was handing out margaritas while you're waiting <laughs> for your food.
2: Definitely the most messed up I've ever been in public. Yeah. I was, I was wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember much about Pinnagogo that year, but I remember
0: drinking a lot of margaritas. Yeah. It's, um, uh, you know, Brian, I actually have a poster from, uh, one of the uh, Pacific Tunball Expos hanging in the stairwell with all the other show posters. That's the only, well, okay. It's one of two posters I have that I didn't go to the show. And I it, like, but Dan, it was always, it always seemed to come at the wrong time of the year and I was completely slammed with work and couldn't get away. And, and I regret that because, you know, hearing from you, hearing from other people that went to the show, you know, cause they would have like well over 400 games there. Um, so it was just, you know, a massive, amount, a massive collection of cool and rare stuff. You're not going to see too many other places. Um, and Pinagogo, man, I'm, you know, there's still a very special place in my heart for Pinagogo. The last one I went to was great. It was uh, 2019. And it was just, it was, it was cool, man. It was like old home week. It was like going to the clubhouse one more time, you know, the laid back atmosphere and attitude. But yeah. Um. GSPF just dovetailed off Pinagogo and uh, took all the good stuff Pinagogo and just kind of you know added a little more to it. But I'm so grateful that we still have Pinagogo. I mean, you think about it, man. SoCal doesn't have shows like we do. No other state has shows like uh, you know the northern part of the state of California is is you know we have two really good shows every year. And, uh, I mean, having one is great, but having two at opposite end, you know, one spring, one fall, that's a blessing. So, you know, everybody needs to continue to support both those shows and, yeah. uh, and, um, you know, cause if you don't support it, man, it goes away and, uh, really, really take care of those and protect them because they are so precious and valuable. Will talk to me. Well,
3: this year. I only got to go to one show. (laughs) Which one was it, Will? Golden State, of course. Here's the thing. I had so much fun at Golden State this year that I didn't even find time to set up my tent, and I slept under the stars.
2: And I promise you that if anybody in our group truly exploited Golden State Pinball Festival to its maximum potential, it was William. He was always out there.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, the, 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 the game-changer with Golden State that facilitates all of the extra enjoyment is, is the campgrounds. Um, I mean, it's the video but I mean, the, 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 the campgrounds are uh, what makes the whole show so much better than everything else the, the, the after hours the after party um you know the the dozens of uh random ice chests filled with all kinds of beers and um, you know all the new people that you get to meet um,
1: and we can't forget tiltalica that yes. was a blast
3: year one of the legend
1: yes that was super fun
3: you know, I, I got to bring something up real quick because I just remembered it. it. And you did go to PPE one year. You went with myself, the ex, and Atticus. No, no, I mean, I went to the I went to
2: the Pacific Pinball Museum.
3: Yeah, but that, I didn't that, go. That was our last
2: show. Okay, but I didn't go like when they were having the sh- the yeah. really good shows.
3: Because I remember that trip because that's when I bought the first time I bought translucent rubbers. And I remember and you gave me a lot of shit about that.
2: I remember we really really wanted to steal the. Uh, there was a beer display. The monkey, yeah, the- that was really badass. That you were like, <laughs> we gotta get this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, I was like, how much could it possibly be? And it was like thousands of dollars. It's like, what's yeah. happening here?
3: Now, I would, I, I'd say the other thing that I've done at uh, Golden State versus the other shows that I've been to is uh, is volunteer multiple years, um, and that's a whole another, you know part of enjoying the show, meeting new people, getting to work with, you know, the, the people that organize it and that sort of stuff. I agree. Yeah. Although I suppose I could be volunteering at other places, it just it didn't seem, it, it didn't seem like it was as available or, um, or needed. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're always really desperate for more people at a GSPF. So if you want to volunteer, please go to the website. <laughs> we will make it worth your while. We go- always need more people to run. It's it's It covers a lot of ground
0: for a show. GoldenStatePinball.org is the website. Yes, go to the website. Please
2: volunteer. I mean, we're not doing volunteers now. but Please yeah. volunteer.
1: It'll be coming up before you know it. Yeah. The well, signups will be coming. I mean, I definitely will volunteer. I could not because my daughter graduated. So I only I was only there one day, wasn't I, Dan? Or was I two? I yeah, can't you remember. You were only
2: there for like one day. And this is this year you're gonna be there more.
1: Yeah. You I, ca- you, you came in Saturday morning and I think you left Sunday afternoon. I so. I left Sunday afternoon after the tournament because the finals were on the Sunday, right? <laughs> I so I must so. have stayed overnight. Yeah. But I forgot where I stayed overnight, somewhere. I can't remember.
2: You probably just crashed out at someone's campsite. You probably didn't even know him, dude. You just yeah. drank a bunch of beer and you fell asleep underneath a pinball
1: machine. And we're cool with that in Loda. Yeah, I don't remember where I stayed. Huh.
0: Okay, no. what other pinball show can you go to where you like? you stayed somewhere, don't remember where, but you got home pretty safe? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Hopefully every
3: pinball show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> if you're
0: doing uh, it. Right. Uh, you know, you remind me, uh, Will, of a great memory. The greatest pinball buddy picture ever photographed in the history of pinball shows is you and Mickey uh, with your, your safety vests on doing uh, doing door <laughs> duty together.
2: You know? Yes. Oh, man. Um, Will and Minnie Will were so fucking funny last year.
3: You're. <laughs> Well, hopefully we can have a repeat of that. Hopefully.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think he's taller than you now. I know. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to put
3: a fake beard on him.
2: He's going to throw you in the pool next
3: time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, on to number three, the best thing I did in pinball related in 2022. Um, I, you know, best show, course, GSPF. Yeah. Uh, had a really great pinball party here at my house. Um, got people excited about pinball again. Uh, rekindled the love that people had not, you know, people love pinball in their youth and hadn't played it some in 20, 30 years. Those were great things. But my best one was uh, um, meeting up with Dan and then me and Dan driving up to Reno to meet up with Mark to go to Press Start. Uh, and that was in January and uh you know i i'm so glad i took the opportunity i was real because i i've been moving like non-stop for like five days i had jet lag i had barely slept at all um because i had exams and all kinds of stuff going on um but i'm so glad we made that trip and then also uh me and dan before we uh met up with mark stopping for lunch at a port of subs which i hadn't been to in years and and we we got fed well and so that was my coolest pinball related thing I remember doing in 2022
2: that was such a fun trip dude like I wouldn't even I wouldn't have even thought about that and that's such a that was actually such a cool day and it was it was hard because you were so busy and you had you were busy yeah no time and I I was pretty much like hey we got to do it hey we got to do it we got to make it happen hey we got to do it And uh, I was really glad that we actually managed to execute that and and Mark met up with us and, you know, we got to we got to, you know, hang out. And uh, I I really hope I mean, I know that the situation with everybody living several states apart is difficult. I mean, I always love getting up to Reno and, you know, getting to see Mark and, you know, play in an event or, you know, go by his house and have him just beat the crap out of me at Hot Wheels. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, it's not too hard when you live a couple hours apart, but I know that your opportunities are are fewer and far are farther between. So hopefully, you get out to California sometime this year, and we can all you know make some time to to get together and, and enjoy what really matters, right? Which is which is the camaraderie. You know, pinball is great. Playing pinball is great. Pinball machines are are fucking awesome. But if it wasn't for Yeah, except for Ghostbusters, which sucks. Um, But if it wasn't for hanging out with your buddies, doing stuff like this, you know, playing in tournaments and even just taking a little pinball road trip, you know, it would be meaningless.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's always the people, you know, and that's why even though I had a really busy schedule and was really tired, I said, no, man, we're not making The, the window is open. I don't know. When I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to lock this in again. Uh, so how do you do it now? Well, plus we got to go and play that amazing collection. And oh yeah, that's right. You, you got know, to go to Jason's. Jason opened up his his warehouse to us. I mean, Mark, you already knew him, and you kind of facilitated that. Thank you for that. And Jason and his Reno team were just the 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 nicest bunch of people, you know. And we got to play at I O Moon. I mean, his collection is really staggeringly amazing, but uh, a chance to play such a rare game like that, and it was a fun game. You know, I really enjoyed playing it.
1: Yeah, and thanks, Spencer, for making it happen. I know it's tough when you're on a on a business trip and and fitting things in. And I, we really, um, both Dan and I, really appreciate that you took the time to to make it happen that we could get together. I, I'm,
0: I'm so glad I did. And you know, press start. I mean. Everybody in pinball that's a hobbyist, a fan, whatever, really should take note and be envious that Reno has such an amazing, well-kept location. Every game there. I mean, you go so, okay, you never find Twilight Zone's on location, hardly ever, in our neck of the woods anyway, that are dialed in and play tight and everything's working properly. Um, because that's just a hard game to keep working on a location. And the one they're played flawlessly. Um, the people that operate Press Start should be really proud of their efforts because it pays off.
1: Agree.
2: Yeah, Press Start kicks ass, man. That is that is the best pinball venue I've I've been to. You know, the fact of the matter is they have beautiful games. It's run by people who care. And they don't even try to charge you through the nose for them. You know, charging, charging what they charge, 50 cents a game for the shit that they have, is is incredibly generous. Plus, that hot chicken place there, pretty bomb.
0: Which was closed when we went, but that's okay. Cluckers. Cause it, cause it, cause no we had, have cluckers. Yeah, it's cluckers. Oh, no, no. It, it was, it it was, was a rib now. Mother well, cluckers. It, no, no, it wasn't chicken. I'm sorry. We were going to go to a rib joint that was closed. Yeah, the
2: barbecue when. place next door, Brothers. That place kicks ass, too. Yes, it does.
0: But we got we got Porta Subs, which I had not had do in one. years. So I, gotta I, it. I got to fly back out. Reno
2: is just like redneck enough, <laughs> you know, just kind of crazy white trash enough that I can get behind it. But, <laughs> because it's because I have a Dodge. I have a big yellow Dodge, so i would fit right in. Actually, that truck would suck in Reno. <laughs> as soon as the roads got a little bit slippery, I'd be dead. <laughs>
0: Oh, you'd be in a world of hurt here, brother. But you'd fit right in because, like, Dodgers are like king here. They really are. Um, so that's my that's my uh, you know best thing I did in twenty twenty two. I'm gonna put it to you, Dan.
2: So I was thinking about it, right? And I did I did quite a bit of stuff this year. I I did the pin garage. We got the pin garage done with with a lot of help from a lot of friends. I, I really appreciate that. I I somehow ended up with a whitewater. That's pretty cool. I got the Creature back after a long time. Indy 500 was this year, wasn't it? That was last year? Yeah. We got Indy 500 somewhere in there, and that game was super fun. But I think what it really comes down to, and, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I haven't enjoyed it every step of the way, but I'm glad I finally manned up and I took over being the manager of the CCPL Lodi department. It had been floated by me a couple a couple times. And I always was kind of like, well, if you need me to do it, I'll do it. But I really would prefer not to. And it finally came down to, you know, Hey, we need you to do it. And I said, okay. And I've really, I mean, I've, I just finished my, my first season and, you know, we went all the way, you know, from it's six weeks and, and playoffs. And so we're about to start my second and, you know, the Lodi community, has really come together around me. You know, uh, we've got people waiting in line to host. We've got, you know, a, a, a small waiting list, but we got people standing in line to get in the door. Um, you're in. You're you're gonna play. They're
3: standing behind me.
2: That's right. You're in. Luckily, <laughs> because because you're a former member. So I'm really enjoying uh, doing the coordinating, and I'm really enjoying the amount of support. That I'm receiving from uh, both our management, uh, the other coordinator David and uh, Darren of the NorthSAC department. Uh, David is wholesome, Darren's NorthSAC, and of course Mike has been super, super supportive. But yeah, the Lodi group, you know, I think that by far of the three uh, CCPL chapters, Lodi's got it going on. We got the coolest people. We've got you know the best venues um Adam Pressler is just the host with the most uh the guy just you know constantly comes through and you know I just I've really it's really changed my relationship with competitive pinball I'm I'm to be nice I'm an I'm an any given Sunday guy right I'm an occasional competitor sometimes I'll make a run at it you know I've won I've lost a lot of times um you know I, I like to say, you know, that there's win, place, or show. I mean, I at least show, and sometimes I even place. But being the being on the other side of it, where you're running things, is is an entirely different challenge to just showing up and trying to play. And it gives me a lot more respect for guys like Jim up in Reno, uh, for for Mike and David and and Darren and anybody you know, uh, Shannon. anybody who takes it upon themselves to run events and bring people in. Now we even ho- actually, we, we even hosted the tournament here in the pin garage for black Friday. Cause Mike had to be in Mexico. So yeah, I just, I'm getting better at it. So, you know, anyone who plays, you know, please, you know, be patient, but I'm really appreciated. I really appreciate the opportunity. And I think that it is, it is my best achievement this year in pinball.
0: That's awesome, man. No. And you know, it's, yeah. I, well, I'll get to my thing later, but that's a, it's, it's an awesome responsibility that one you seem to really be enjoying at the same time. Well, and it's like, you know, when, when you hosted your pinball
2: event, right? Your first pinball event in, in your pin dungeon, it's great, right? Like yeah. you super appreciate doing it, but when it's over, you're done, right? You clean up, you put your chairs away, you wipe down the machines. There's no more accountability. For people who run tournaments and people who run leagues, like we have to put a lot more time and thought into it than than you think that we would have to. And I never really appreciated that. Again, I I've, I've been kind of pussying out over taking this responsibility. And you know, Mike had come to me a couple other times and said, "Hey, you know, what what would you think?" And you know, I'm glad I decided to say, "Yeah, I can I can make the time. I can handle it." it's it's giving back to the community to all the people who show up and play and it's giving back to the guys who've been doing it for so long so that like mike can come now and he can enjoy lodi without having to you know handle the 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 whole process i mean obviously he's still involved because he is the commissioner and i like the fact that like he'll yeah he's the godfather he'll he'll like. A decision will need to be made, and he'll look at me like I'm going to make it. I'm just like, oh, Jesus, really? You want me to do that? I'm pretty sure you can handle it there, boss. You know What do you think? I'm just like, ah. So it's not too bad. Plus, it's really funny to slam people when they're just being themselves. It, it, it's taught me a lot about how annoying pinball people truly are. And I'm including myself in that because I was a real like heckler and, you know, You know, remember, he'd be trying to coordinate and we'd be doing the, oh, bold move, bold move, you know, like every single time. And now people do that to me. And I'm just like, I will ban you. I'm not even fucking around. I will kick you out of league. I will (laughs) keep your $20 and we'll throw you out the door. (laughs) I'm like, give me a couple more seasons to get good at this before you heckle. Just trust me. I, I need the time. It's, it's fun though. It, and it, again, it's, it's redefining my relationship with competitive pinball. I don't know if I'll be doing it for two years or five years or whatever many years, like some of the other, uh, coordinators have, but you know, for the foreseeable future, I'm, um, I'm in it. So there we go. I
1: like it now. I like it. That's a lot. awesome. I didn't even know that Dan. So thanks for sharing that. Cause, uh, yeah, I know what it is to, uh, run a league, which I haven't done this year, but, um, uh, Hats off to you! Good job. Hey, thank you. We are and, working hard to make it good. And there you go. And you're up, Mark. All right. So I would have to say that my highlight of 2022 had to be District 82 in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, actually, in De Pere, Wisconsin, but really close to Green Bay. That was a blast. It was really fun to see Mike, who's uh, from Missouri, and uh, going with. Ted, and just playing competitive pinball for literally four days straight with the best players in the world. It was an awesome treat. And the District 82 place in itself is a sight to behold. It is just, I mean, if you're talking, having an immersive environmental experience with pinball, that place is it. It is just so much fun and a blast to uh, participate in that. And I did really well that first round of tournaments. I did 14th. I was able to to be higher than Raven Davidson on the results. I never put that down because that was just a really huge accomplishment to say, hey. But of course, that was not consistent across the whole Super Series. But anyway, I was was up on the top, which was really cool. And uh, that was a huge, huge accomplishment uh, to be able to do that well. And then, of course, later on that didn't happen, but it was nice to at least go out the gate uh, with uh, success. So uh, really fun, lots of variety of machines. They played great. And of course the organizer was really friendly, but it was just a fun place to go. And I think I'm hooked to go every year, but uh, it's not easy to get out to green Bay every year, uh, especially with flights and everything. But it's just so cool to have six, different tournaments to play in that short amount of time or, or actually four days, which still in that way is kind of a short amount of time when you cram two tournaments a day. So uh, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that, but it was just a blast. But that was definitely the you highlight. Rick
2: talking about it sounded like an absolute kick in the shorts, man. It sounded super
1: epic. It is epic. It was great. And like 120 players is a lot of players, but it didn't seem crowded at all. And rare games that you don't play, like BMX, and which I sucked at. <laughs> but it was just a great event. Cool people. It was competitive. But people were not jerks at the same time. And you hung out. They had food trucks. And it was just a great social event. And uh, one of the best pinball tournaments I went to this year. So it was a highlight of 2022 for me. District 82 Super Series which is usually in the October time period. So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. You have
1: to go to that instead of Pinnagogo? I don't know, man. Well, that's the thing. It conflicted. (laughs) But it was the opportunity. It it worked out perfect with my schedule. I didn't have to miss any work. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. And uh, having Mike and Stacy and Ted there, it was just a party every day.
0: Yeah, you also had another local Sacramento area guy. Well, you said Rick, right?
1: Yeah. Rick is another one. Sorry, Rick. Yeah. Rick, Ted, Mike. It was just a wonderful time and Stacy. So uh, really fun to uh, hang out with them. And we played nonstop. Even when the tournaments were over, we were staying there until they kicked us out, which is probably midnight. So we played a lot of pinball.
0: Wow. Right on, man. That's really, no, I I remember when you shared that you and Rick was a guest on the show Nah, yeah, you can listen ahead. to
1: that episode, but uh yeah. definitely a highlight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what episode was that? 50 or 51? I forget. <laughs> it's like was it 51? I can't was remember. Was it our last I mean, episode? It was our right. last episode, right? No, it was yeah, it was our last one, right? With Rick. 51, 51, yeah. And what it just with yeah. the holidays and everything, everybody loses track. So, so, so for the full story, talk to Rick. Episode 51. Um, oh, that was the last episode. And talk to Rick. And talk to Rick. He'll tell yeah. you about it. There you go. In good detail. Uh, but so did Mark. And thank you for sharing. That was that was an awesome thing. I'm glad you guys got to do that. Um, maybe someday I'll get to get out there. Uh, Brian, what's your, uh, your biggest thing of uh, uh, 2022?
3: Pimple I don't related. know. Um, it's been kind of a hands-off year for me. I haven't really shopped any games. Um, You know, part of my, you know, I can say put my smarmy remark in is like, he was taking over the Wonka scoreboard on Jason Fesler's Wonka, including kicking Rick off of a bunch of scores. That's, that is a noble pursuit,
0: sir. That is, sir. um, That is, that is noble.
3: I, I think the biggest pinball related, you know, thing that affected me this year was just the passing of Todd, helping deal with moving the collection out for Susie. Uh it's been a lot of work and I've slacked off recently because of the holidays and, you know, I started working again. But that's probably the biggest, most helpful thing I've done this year, just helping her move forward. You know, so I'll I to bring it down the mood.
2: <laughs> I'll say this. No, at your really nice. Memorize, to I think one of your biggest pinball achievements, whether it's yours or not, is exactly how ridiculously proficient your boys are getting at pinball. That is true. Like, they're good for such young men. And and they call their shots, too. Like, you'll be standing there playing pinball, especially at games that they know, like Brian's Funhouse, and they'll just be like, all right, man, now I'm going to hit this shot. Now watch this. I'm going I'm I'm to lock the ball. Okay, now it's going to come out. I'm going to shoot it in the mouth and start multi-ball. See, that's just how you do it. It's that easy. And you're just like, how old are you? Are you six? Nobody likes you. I mean, <laughs> you no, know, no, did a really good job.
3: Good job. <laughs> he,
2: I still he, won because I cheat harder than he does. But man, it's just—it's a—it's just a degree of proficiency that I—I I almost wish I had now. It's got to be six. <sighs> you got to have them six-year-old reflexes. You do. Ah, you know, I'm really... He just it all go. <laughs> 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 At that point, he's one. <laughs>
0: I want to take this opportunity to really applaud you, Brian. Um, you know, when, when Susie really needed somebody to be there, you were there to, you know, just pick up the wheel and drive the bus and navigate through all. And if you knew Todd was, he was just the, the sweetest guy in the world. Todd would just keep buying things and he would never stop and, and like literally never stop. Um, uh, and he just had pinball parts and games everywhere. Like his closet, closets were like Fibber, McGee, and Molly. You know, if you know the old radio show, if you've heard of it, uh, where you open the closet door and like, you know, there's a 46 Buick bumper come flying out at you. And that was Todd's house with pinball. And then every nook and cranny, every crack and crevice. Oh, there's a dozen back glasses and nine wood, nine wood rails stacked up in there. And you helping Susie navigate all that, you know, when she's coming, when she's grieving, you know, the loss of her husband and you being there, man, and making sure things are done right. Um, and I know you put in an awful lot of hours on that, and bless you for that, brother. Cause that that's a real uh big challenge to take on. You did it very, very well.
1: Yeah, that's really nice of you, Brian. Thank you. Really nice. And uh one thing I remember is I always saw I always saw their name on a lot of machines that they provide many games for shows, Pinagogo and GSPF. So, yeah,
0: it was a good year, but it was also a hard year for a lot, you know, but you know what? You, you also had a real bounce back here. Cause you, you, uh, you kind of went back to an old friend of me in your job too. Right. Unfortunately, it pays the bills, but it doesn't do much for the soul. I hear you, brother. I hear you. So, but you know what? And hey, you know what? But good for you, man. I mean, and that's, you know, and who knows what 2023 will bring you. Hopefully, it'll bring my long awaited back parts so I can get Henry's Indiana Jones done. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to get Heavy Metal Meltdown done, brother. So, yeah, come I on, think, Brian. Chop, chop. I, I, yeah, I think the Heavy Metal Meltdown's waiting for
2: that too. <laughs> <laughs> Brian figures he'll just outlast us.
3: Now, I got it partially reassembled, but there's some connectors in there that don't make sense. And I have pictures of everything, but there's still connectors that I don't know where they go because when I took the pictures, they weren't connected to begin with. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's one of those games, I only made 400 of them. And unfortunately, finding people who have one and were willing to take pictures and help you out, or it's not the easiest thing to find. Well, wouldn't <laughs> it just wire up like string Science or something it like that? Yeah. Set. No. Yeah. Yeah, they was, did. They used several different board sets throughout
0: the 6803 series. That They did a lot of that in that time frame, piecing and parting together. So, you know, what? eventually it'll happen. That being said, I still stick at a strange science. Word. Will, talk to us. Tell us about 2022.
3: Well, I mean, of course, Golden State was, was fantastic. Uh, had a lot of fun there. Dan's, uh, uh, you know, night before Thanksgiving party, it was a it was a great time as usual. Uh, that's That's uh, been a tradition that's been going on for quite a long time. But something I did for the first time this year was the Black Friday tournament over here at Dan's Place, which was a blast. I had a great time. I'm really hoping that's going to happen again.
0: Well, in the past, it's been Mike's. Yeah, yeah you've, never, you've never done the Black Friday tournament. Wow.
1: Wait a minute, you had a Black Friday tournament? I didn't know that. It was, you know, you didn't miss a
2: lot. It was it was we did uh we did a, a I think we had what a dozen players. Yeah. And we did it. we did we actually did three knockout tournaments. Oh man. I think the prizes the prizes were like, you know, 15 bucks or something. Like it was it was real small. That but like a
3: dollar buy-in or something.
2: <laughs> we did a dollar buy-in at at uh, Adam's house when i won the when i won the six dollar <laughs> tournament the yeah. got the gauntlet surprise <laughs> oh yeah i won a six dollar tournament no um but yeah no and you know what uh will being here was in no small part a reason that that happened because he showed up he helped me run it uh adam also did because i hadn't run a tournament using uh using uh match play at that point so yeah it was it was pretty fun and yeah you know i was i think will you know he uh He's just kind of getting back in to the to the community because he's been out of the state, but uh, he is back in Lodi, so he's going to have a chance to have a chance to show us uh, show us his moves starting January twelfth.
0: Show just how bad I am. You've you, you've you've gone deep. Right on, man. No, that's cool. That's awesome. I, that's one of the things I miss. Uh, really, miss, I miss the Black Friday tournaments. Those are so much fun. Uh, The Winter Cup as well. Great fun. Oh, trivia question. It's not really a trivia question. I know at least Dan will know this. Brian might too. Um, Who won the first Interleague Championship in CCPL? Sparky, right? Yep. Sparky. Sparky Malmberg. Yep. He's
2: also coming back to Lodi this season. That's what I saw. I saw him post that. I'm so glad he's coming
1: back. Hooray. That's awesome. Sparky,
2: Shannon, and uh, Will are all coming back
0: nice
2: That's it's going awesome. to be a reunion if, if we can get Shannon to show up for more than two weeks <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's, he's busy at the tree house you know? yeah right on man no, we're going to you know,
2: play at some new venues we're going to play at George's house
3: oh we're gonna nice at,
2: we're going to play at one of our new guys house Scott's uh, Or of course we're still going to play at Henry's house so I'm going to take a season off and then of course we're going to play a bunch of times at Adams.
3: Yeah, of course. The time I come back to Lee we're not going to play at Dan's house at all. The, the, the house that I can come over and practice on all those machines anytime I want to.
2: You can still practice on them, but then I can't play them in, in, in tournament. It doesn't help really. you. It sure it sure does. They betray you just when you think you know them. <laughs> they murder you. Trust, trust uh, me, I
3: know. I know. Like you're the, the, the time that uh, we we played over here, uh, and we actually played Judge Dredd, I had such a
2: poor game. I was right. Like the one game,
3: (laughs) the one game I should just be killing at.
2: (laughs) I do need to get another judge dread. Yes. And my, I got to get a really nice one. The the funniest thing about judge dread was when we were hosting league at the house. Every time I think we hosted league over here, we always played judge dread because I thought it was funny. And then one time we played super game, which I thought was really funny. I remember yeah. that. Anyways, night. That's,
0: that's kind of really off fun. the
1: subject. Sorry about that.
2: No, that's cool. <laughs> uh, we're talking
1: about pinball, so no. There you go.
0: Well, <laughs> you know what? We've gone through
1: 2022.
2: At, at its core, this conversation is about pinball.
1: It is. That's right. It is.
2: So, so uh, it's going to become the Lodi League podcast. No, no, no. It's go. about Lodi League for 45 minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, because.
0: We're going to talk about 2023 now. And there's our segue. Woohoo. Uh, what are you looking forward to in 2023? I'm so glad you asked. I am looking forward to in 2023, uh, getting people energized and Casper to play and compete in pinball. Uh, so I'm getting the ball rolling. It's slow, but it's, it's moving. So I'm going to start, uh, doing the first Saturday of every month i um, starting this just in January, in a couple of weeks, or in a week-ish. Uh, I'm going to uh, just open up the house, and it's just going to be the Casper Pinball Club, which I will meld that into a league, a pinball league. But for now, I'm just getting people warmed up, you know, to where they're like, oh, we're, we're doing the pinball thing again? Because there's a few people that couldn't make it last time. They're like, I don't really want to do that. I'm like, I'm going to do it again soon. Um, You know, with the way the weather works here, when the holidays and stuff come, everybody's got some kind of thing planned, you know, because like you're stuck indoors. Um, So I'm just going to do the first Saturday of the month, and it's just going to be kind of doors open from like 6 to 10 on Saturday night. Uh, Come over and play pinball, hang out. You know, if there's something special you want to drink, bring that. Um, you know, I'll have snacks, chips, and salsa. I might order a few Caesar pizzas. I'm not sure, but that's I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that because I'm getting the ball rolling and get more people excited. And uh, you know, just you know, spreading the disease, man. You know, get them hooked. Well, that sounds that sounds awesome. Yeah,
3: They're So spreading the disease. Part. That's just well, necessary. when you buy
2: a
0: little Caesar's pizza,
2: that's what happens.
0: <laughs> but
3: <there you> <laughs>
0: Surprisingly, the little Caesar pizza place down the road from the house is really good pizza. I know. I know
2: no, it's, it's not
0: no, it's not <laughs> yeah it's it's but I'
2: that from little Caesar because it <laughs> it's
0: not really good pizza, okay, it's not really good, but it's it's well, you know what, if you come out, If right? you guys come out, we'll go get uh that Benny's pizza with the twenty eight inch uh pizza the the slices there, uh, yeah, uh, I showed Dan, I'll send you guys a picture, um Dan's like Mickey's look at that pizza like. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
2: handle this son of a gun. So, Dude, it's so you look at the picture of if I'm standing above it. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna do some damage to this son, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, we're on our way.
0: So that's uh the snow for, they, for, for for pizza. He so, he's Rico's. You've
2: got 14 inch long pieces of pizza.
0: okay I just resent the pictures via our group text. So. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, it's a local pizza place and they've got a 28 inch pie and oh, in the back of the box, uh, gives you all kinds of stuff you can do with the box when you're done eating the pizza. So, but that's activities, activities. Yeah. You know, uh, (laughs) make a sled with it. Uh, so yeah, so that's what I've got going. That's, that's my number one priority in pinball in 2023. So how about you, Dan?
2: honestly i have plenty to do i've got some games i need to shop i've got some projects i need to i need to bring in i've got some stuff i desperately need to sell i'm really looking forward to weird owl um you know i got a lot of plans for for Lodi, but the big thing i'm looking forward to in 2023 is i mean i don't think any big surprise man golden state pinball festival You know, I think that that's kind of why, why we burn. And I think that we're going to do a lot of cool stuff this year. Uh, Hopefully I can be uh, super involved with helping Rick do the pod, uh, the uh, streaming. And I just, you know, I really love the show, man. And I really want to take a little bit more advantage of it this year. I'm going to try really, really hard not to get caught up in working at the show so I can spend more time enjoying at the show. Don't get me wrong, I'll still work at the show, but a right. couple years I've made the mistake of it's just become more work than fun. and I really No, you have
1: to have fun there. Fun just to have fun. Yeah, you have to have fun there. Yeah, you're missing out if you work the whole time. Right.
2: Maybe maybe I'll even play in the tournament with you guys. Show you, all you all my superior pinball skills.
0: At there you go. Even. Right on. So, Mark, what do you got?
1: I am going to piggyback off of Dan. I am super stoked for Golden State just because I'll be able to go the full time. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm excited about the new bond code coming out whenever that does, just because I had a chance to shoot it and it shoots great. And I know it's going to be amazing when the code gets updated. So I'm really excited about that. And to go off what Dan said. We're just waiting for our Weird owl at press start. And I'm hoping that they still stayed in and are just being patient um, after they purchased it. But uh, it, I'm pretty hopeful it will be 2023. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, any new games come out is always exciting. Uh, Scooby-Doo is another one that I'm excited about. So, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of exciting things that I can't afford. But everybody else who are collectors here that are. So nice to share their collections. It's always a wonderful opportunity to look forward to those kinds of things.
0: That's great. And and having a good location that gets the new games. Also a real, real benefit.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see what Press Start does too. Um, they are on a great path right now and excited to see what we have to offer for competitive pinball in Reno as well. Lots to be excited about for pinball. It's hard to nail down just one, but as far as the immediate future, I'm excited about Golden State. Just like what Dan said,
0: I, I, you know what I am too. I just wanted to throw that in with uh, with you know trying to get things moving locally because you know my last uh, uh, little pinball outing, you know, with p- having people over was such a success and people who love pinball and played as a, as a younger person. That hadn't really played in years, and they're like, oh, wow. So I have like my boss and my doctor, my physician, (laughs) uh, playing games, standing next to each other. And my doctor leans over to my boss and goes, This is just like being in the skating rink back when we were in junior high. And my boss is like, Oh my God, completely. You know, and that, that capturing, capturing that moment, giving them back just five minutes of their youth, you know, being able to, being able to
2: like. that was you an know, awesome answer.
0: You know, be, being able to be the conductor of that, you yeah. know. Um,
2: I think GSPF is almost like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's sort of an easy answer, right? Like, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to the show. We are. But yeah, I love that answer, man, because Thank you're you. really doing, I think, what, you, what you've what you always done is
0: you build a community. And I'm building it right. from, yeah, and I'm trying to build it from scratch here, you know, with uh, – with you know the the league and and the gang and everything with all of us you know it kind of you know i walked into it it was already you know the building was already built i just kind of you know brought in some cool furniture um with casper i'm kind of building it you know stick by stick from the ground up and the people are here and they're excited about it you know it's just it's um well, you know, the big things here, it's, it's a little different. Big things here, uh, billiards is huge here. Bowling is huge here. Um, cornhole is huge here. Darts is huge here in the winter. You know, people do all those things in the winter, and they're going, oh, gimbal? Oh, that sounds like fun. So you we'll know, see so how it goes. But, no, I'm with you guys. I'm excited for uh, Golden State, too. So with that, I'm going to shoot it over to Brian.
3: What am I looking forward to in 2023? That's a good question. Um, as I already mentioned, I'm really looking forward to trying out a Scooby-Doo. I uh, absolutely love that cartoon. Game looks really cool. Still looking forward to playing a Bond. Um, I think on another level, this is probably going to be the year where I start one of my restorations. Uh, picked up a rotisserie from my Hozier and I used that to sand down the homeless house playfield. And it kind of got me on the bug like, ooh, I can start doing one of my projects for the first time. And it is about time. Yeah, it's probably gonna start with the white water and go from there. Um, but we'll see. Right now it's uh, I'm gonna be practicing clear coating with a spray max can on the homeless house and get that put to bed or whatever I'm gonna whatever the hell I'm gonna do with it. But it'll be good practice, and we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I know I got a laundry list of stuff to get done. I really need to start getting on it.
2: We can do stereo whitewaters, man. My whitewater needs needs love too. Are you gonna buy
3: a playfield and some ramps?
2: No, I'll just kind of watch you do your thing, and then you know, follow in your footsteps. I most play- of my most of my shit's okay, but yours is going to be obviously
3: much much deeper. Sounds like a good way for all the best parts to go on the machine. Oh, Brian's got all new parts.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I'll have to repost that. I'm gonna have to repost that little short video, Brian, that you well, the light mod that you did uh and your stand-up oh, targets. The light
3: mod, yeah, that's an interesting topic. Um I mean I did a pair for Mike Garcia, and he's been prototyping a board that'll hold the LEDs. Uh like professional style through hole soldering that he's working on, which I think is amazing. Oh
0: wow! Yeah, well, the work you did on yours is amazing. It's beautiful. So, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do this next year. It's a great practice, play, Phil, because I mean, I've seen your skills with the wow. airbrush. So, you know, I sanded it
3: completely smooth because the artwork is already destroyed. So, who cares? Right. Um. And I have an overlay from like 2004. God knows if it's even sticky anymore. But the thought was I'd put clear it, put that on there, and just it's gonna be wall art. So who cares how bad or how good it looks? And it's an old school overlay. It's not a hard top or anything like that. So those things weren't known to be the best back then. But you know, at a certain point, that was all you really had. This is before people were really doing touch-ups and things like that. Bill Davis was around, but. It wasn't as big of an industry as it is now.
0: Yeah. But still cool, man. It's still something like where, you know, like, oh, even if you make a mistake, who cares? You sand it down and, you know, and you're getting just more more good time on things to learn to do it right.
3: Well, yeah, do it right. Make sure the mistakes only
0: happen on Dan's white water and not mine. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
3: there
0: you go. Now that's, I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It's really. It's really, really nice to see you getting back into your groove again. And uh, I'm not there yet,
3: but I'm working on it. It's been a long year, and I still got still got a bunch of get Susie's stuff to move out. You know, I took a break when I started back to work, and all this other stuff. Still a ton of stuff to move out there. We're still finding stuff.
0: Believe it or not. No, I believe it. So, uh, when you get a chance, man, post up a uh, updated list. You know, because uh. Uh, you know, maybe there's something I'm interested in, you know, I'm sure there is.
3: So. Yeah, I got to get over and do that. There's, there's a bunch of stuff I got to get over there and do. Maybe this week, if I can get over there in between work and we'll see if they allow me to not have any overtime.
0: Right on, right on. Hey, Will, what
3: do you got, man? Talk to me about 2023. 2023, I am legitimately excited about and looking forward to more pinball. Um, in general, because I only got to go to one show last year. Or this year, um, I'm going to be in league. You know, honestly, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I'd really like to uh, maybe see if we can get a, a few of us <laughs> interested in you know maybe taking a road trip up to the Seattle show this year. Um, you know, that might be a lot of fun. But I'm definitely looking forward to being more involved in uh, Golden State this year than I was. You know, I, I actually missed a, a day um, that I volunteered uh, just because of my little uh, hiccup getting from Arizona to California
0: for the show. Right uh-huh. on. You still made it, man. That's all that matters. You made it to I the did. show.
3: And I, I planned to get there a day before I needed to. So when I showed up a day after I planned, it wasn't that bad.
0: Yeah. And the weather seemed to cooperate. So Yeah, there was only a few... Uh,
3: I mean, it was, <laughs> I, I traveled, uh, I covered a lot of ground to get into the show. It was, um, it was definitely really, really windy um, in Southern California. I mean, well, it, was, it was hard to, to keep the bike upright you know, for a little while.
2: Yeah. For people not in the know, Will rode a, a motorcycle from Arizona to Lodi for Golden State last year. Wow.
3: It was from basically uh, Nogales, the, the Arizona-Mexico border, um, all the way through Tucson and, and Phoenix, and, uh, and into California. So, and, and I had I started having motorcycle problems the uh, the first night. Um, just kind of slept where you know where I broke down and um, lived it on into a shop the next day. Had a new chain of sprockets uh, put on, and uh, just in time to. I think I put another 100 miles on that day and then, you know, got a hotel and just bombed into uh, Lodac the next day.
2: This tells you his commitment to getting to the show.
3: Honestly, no like, there, there was a few moments from from the, the day of the show, the Friday that I actually showed up. Like there was there was a um, probably like a mile long section where the, the, the median um, between the, the lanes on I-5 or 99 were actually on fire. And I <laughs> just on my motorcycle, you know, in in this thick smoke. I could probably only see about you know fifty feet in front of me, but you know I'm just keeping it going, smashing miles. Got to get to the show, <laughs> <laughs>
2: making, making it happen.
3: Yep,
1: that's awesome. Like you said, that's determination. That I is, like that it. That is.
3: That is. Oh, you <laughs> don't even know what I had to do to. Prepared to leave. There was nothing that was
0: going
3: to stop me. I would have
0: hitchhiked if my motorcycle was dead. But <laughs> I was going to be at that show. Yep. That's dedication, brother. That's what we like to see. So, so at, least that- this,
2: at least this year you'll be starting a little closer. And there yeah. you go. Yeah, a <laughs> lot <lock> closer. <100%.
0: laughs> you could definitely you could walk it if you have to. Uh um. I never want to end the show on a down note. It's not really a down note, but it's a. Uh, oh no! This is this is what our fans ask for. <laughs> this is the, they this want. Is... They want the negativity. <laughs> they want the drama.
2: They want to hear us complain about the things that we don't like. There, like, there
1: you go. Okay. Yeah, there you go. If
2: I'm the lame of the year for you. You say it. <laughs> okay. The lame <laughs> of the You're year. The fuck out of my house.
0: <laughs> but lame, you can say it. The lame of the year. Uh, lame of
2: the
0: year. the year. This was my idea, by the way. So it, I'm it proud of it was, the lame of the year. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This, this, this topic was your idea, Dan. You get credit for it. OK, so for me, Pinball Expo. Now, I didn't go, but listen to people talk about it. They're charging vendors who they already pay, you know, to rent a space to be a vendor there. Now they're charging them extra for power. They started that last year, I think. And then this year, they charged them again, and not cheap, like 300 bucks for Internet access. Um You guys have already got a lot of issues and a lot of baggage. You're the first pinball show ever, the longest running show. God bless you guys for that. But I'll just say it. Y'all need to come out to Golden State Pinball Festival and see how we run a real pinball show. I literally have no desire to ever go to pinball expo. I want to go to Seattle. I want to go to the Midwest show. I want to go to every show there is on the planet with the exception of expo. Cause I just keep hearing nothing but really bad crap about this show. So that's my lame in the ear. That's some lame ass shit, man charging people charging vendors for internet and power. There we go. That's it. Uncool. I got to make well, that money. You know what? You got to make that money.
1: Nickel and dime, nickel and dime.
2: That's, that's not 300 a, bucks at a time, man. That's. And, yeah. No, I was listening to, uh, I don't remember who does it, but they did. Uh, it's one of the other podcasts is yes, like a, a loser kid. a They did kid. like a tournament uh, or a, a marathon, right? An autism marathon. Yes. You know, and that's it sounded, awesome. like, it that's sounded awesome. like a great event, but yeah, they went through their tribulations of trying to get internet and it, them quoting like $2,000 for the internet access that they would need for the event. Right. And you know they ended up coming up I believe with the hotspot solution. But yeah, just you know, come on guys. 2, two grand. This is the 2020s. We run on the internet now. Right. right. 2, two grand no for a It's a utility, you know. Right.
0: Think about We're
2: that. Paying to be there. Give us the fucking internet.
0: We're doing a charity tournament now. I and and, and you all know my son Malcolm. And I have apparently a, that the whole thing was they asked, man, is there
2: like a charity rate? And they're like, that is the charity rate.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, okay.
0: So now they pissed him, my own mill even more. Because for the listeners who don't know, my oldest, I have I have a, a daughter and three sons, and my oldest son is autistic. So yeah, way to piss my own oatmeal. Yeah, you guys at Expo. I'll say it. Fuck you guys. Well, Expo. Don't blame Expo. It's the venue. Okay. Well, the yeah, venue.
2: The, okay. Okay. So it's not it's Expo, the, the hotel. Venue. Okay. It's well, the venue. The, the, conve- the hotel. The, uh, the, right, the well, uh, fuck the hotel. Yeah, the, you don't, know don't, what? Blame, don't blame Expo. Okay. They're they're doing the work. But yeah. Okay. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. No. And so blame. I mean, I don't know. So
0: California. You
2: know, the internet springs out of the ground. That's some weak ass shit. You know. That's just. That's
0: I'm sorry, man. You know. That's some weak ass shit. Charging two grand to a charitable organization, doing some really good work, helping some people that are really in need, man. Uh, People in the autistic community could really use, you know, always use some help. And uh, them doing a pinball tournament and doing something really awesome and then go, oh, the charity raised two grand? Yeah, not, that's uncool. Anyway, so, Dan, your turn.
2: Oh, (laughs) So my lane of the year goes to our good friends at Stern, and and you know we I know Stern's bringing out the games and that they're that they're they're doing the work, and I know things are getting more expensive. I understand, right? Games are going up in price. There's a two thousand dollar topper out there now, but man, the one that got me was this new Rush bonus box. So it's essentially a a, a Rush cardboard box. And it's got like some shirts and a hat. And I think it has some signed cards of Russian there, but you know, nothing too heavy duty. How much do you think they want for this thing?
3: This oh gosh.
1: Session? I don't and want to even bucks. know.
3: No. It's a lot. I know. Cause I thought $100 more, more than higher, 40. higher,
2: 600, <laughs> Lower.
3: They want, they want
2: 500 bucks for it. <laughs> oh, no, I, wow. I get it, right? You got to make that money. But there's just a point where it's like you're exploiting your fan base. You yes. know, I mean, maybe maybe I don't know the whole story. Maybe Rush is insisting that they get four hundred ninety nine dollars for every single one of them. And Stern is making one and dollar. They're doing it out of the goodness of their own heart. But I seriously doubt that. I know that they're trying to set themselves up as a lifestyle brand, not a pinball company. And as such, that's just an excuse to charge to the nose for, you know, anything with your logo on it. But the Ninja Turtles one, which came with all kinds of cool stuff and an action figure, was like 60 bucks. Wait,
3: wait, 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 wait. Stern is supposed to be a lifestyle
2: brand? That's Stern's whole gig, right? Stern isn't a pinball company anymore. They're a lifestyle brand. That's
3: the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They're not even like a good pinball manufacturer. They're
0: just a mediocre one. <laughs> well, they're the biggest one okay <laughs> you know dan i got the same reaction i saw that oh, yeah i saw that well i saw i saw the the box set i'm like that is so freaking cool i really want one of those t-shirts like maybe i can but, just buy like you i look
2: at it and you go okay You know, again not a rush fan but i'm like that's a cool thing you know i saw the ninja turtles one and i was like oh that's cool like you know, if I was still buying figures and stuff, like I'd want one of those, and it's like sixty bucks. That seems really reasonable. Yeah, and yeah. Now they're like, how much they want for this one for Rush? Not one hundred, not four hundred. That's right, kids, five hundred dollars. That I mean, came on the heels of the two thousand dollar Mandalorian topper, which is dope as that thing looks. No toppers were two thousand dollars. No, none. None at all. I would have to say, honestly, no toppers worth $500. And I've bought a couple $500 toppers because I'm stupid. But there's no possible way that they can justify $500 for a cardboard box with a shirt, with a couple signed cards, you know, and some other tchotchkes. Like, unless there's just something about this box that I'm missing just fuck off Stern, you know, quit, quit exploiting your fans. We're already spending seven to $10,000 or more now on the machines. You know, how about not fucking us on every other thing? Why are you charging the hundreds of dollars now for the shooter rods? You know, they were 60 bucks a couple years ago, and that was still preposterous, you know, <laughs> uh, rods, <laughs> you know, wow. why, why are just, they're, they're just cranking the prices on everything. It's just, it's getting to the point of insanity. And I, I know that we can go on and on about prices and it's, it's a hot button topic, but that box specifically is just a, a humongous, just F you to their fans. Agreed. In my opinion. I agree 100%. Man. Like a, you know, million dollar baller, you know, pinball collector. I like, ah, oh, it's chump change. I'll take it.
0: But this is going to be a new topic, man. The lame of the month. I love it. So. <laughs> yeah. You're such
2: i love it we need more negativity rub it on oh, our faces yeah. <laughs> well i should <laughs> we, need, we need some of that sweet sweet canadian time <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i could go on uh no uh yeah <laughs> it's like mark what do you got
1: delays 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 shipping delays parts delays it's getting old they need to figure out a solution because I know they say, oh, well, there's, it's the supply chain, blah, blah, blah. Okay, when is this supply chain going to finally get back to normal? It's been, what, two, three years now? Come on. Let's get it together and let's fix this because it's so annoying when people order machines and they wait twice as long, not only maybe three times as long to get what they're paying for where they're shelling out 10 grand or 11 grand. So I think it's just ridiculous $13, that dollars or $13,000 yeah, or $15,000 or $25,000 if oh, it's the L1-1. It. I mean, it's ridiculous like, oh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, how how long it takes them uh, to get it done. Now, I know that Stern is moving to a new factory. Maybe they'll fix things, but then they got to move all their crap and get that all set up and their lines. And so it's just the, the delays is annoying. Now, what's funny is it really doesn't affect me because I can't afford any game except one. Um, until I sell it. And then I can get another one. But for those collectors that are just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, it it really is getting annoying and it's super lame. I don't know. There's no way to fix it, but it's just, it, it's, it's getting old. It's like, don't it's, it's
2: until you're, until you're ready to ship.
1: Yeah. It's more like an excuse. I mean, come on, Chicago gaming, what are they doing? What is taking them so long? I mean, they should be releasing this code for crying out loud. I know it takes a while, but Come on! I mean, people are are paying extra money to get that.
2: Or what about the people who paid for the LES, the cactus LES, and they're just starting to get them out there.
1: Just starting to get out there. No
2: apron, right? I bet that wood apron is holding everything up. And the topper, the topper kept falling
1: apart. (laughs) That was the other issue.
2: (laughs) You got to say it out loud. You got to say it where (laughs) people can hear it, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, Brian doesn't. Brian doesn't want to piss Rick off.
1: (laughs)
3: rick he doesn't listen to this i said rick has a smile and then the games will finally start shipping
1: yeah he will he's he's frustrated too though he's frustrated with chicago gaming like what because i was asking him and he was like i don't know what the deal is with them (laughs) but um they do make great games and i'm excited when it comes out i mean we got to play the prototype so that that excitement kind of wore off but What is in store for this new hardware? Possibly the rumor is, you know, is it going to be the saloon doors? Is it going to be, you know, those, those are things to look forward to, but that all these promises and nothing is getting delivered and no communication of what's happening to the customers is bullshit.
2: Well, you know, Chicago, man, they are throwing away money. I know people who are waiting to buy Medieval Madnesses. I know people who are waiting to buy Attack from Mars. I know people who are waiting to buy Monster Bash. Nobody's really waiting to buy Cactus because you can get it right now. But it's just like, man, they need to, you know, more production lines or whatever it takes. Just like they got people waiting to buy the shit that they sell. Right. Yeah, And they've got the perfect formula because they're building shit that's already finished. I know that they're enhancing Cactus um and i know it's unfortunate i think it's unfortunate what's going on with the code i mean i don't think it would be done even if lyman was still alive but you know obviously they're keeping people waiting but you know just like yeah they've got the keys to the kingdom and i think the same thing kind of goes for multimorphic right like with weird al you know their way their way batlock their delay too exactly maybe it was more demand than they expected um you know, I mean, who knows they're they're kind of jumping from the small time to the big time. But, yeah, some of these companies just like people, we want to give you our money, you know, like you got right. to get us the product that we that, that we need. And, you know, don't string us along because eventually even I've thought a couple of times, you know, fuck, maybe maybe I'm tired of waiting for Weird Al. Maybe I should get a, you know, this or that or a, a, a James Bond or whatever. But you know, then I come to my senses, and well, you know, right. obviously I'm going to wait okay. for it now. But yeah, it's just it's it's hard to wait, man. And a lot of a lot of pinball affectionados have a
0: lot more money than patience. That is so true. <laughs> you guys think about the king of uh, the undis- or the queen rather of waiting for a game. Elvira's uh you know, the new Elvira.
1: Oh my gosh, okay. tell me about okay. it.
0: That game came out in twenty twenty and people oh, we're gonna be running them again in twenty twenty three. You mean the people that ordered and put down a deposit or paid in bull in twenty twenty, and maybe in twenty twenty three they're gonna get their game?
1: The three. And to not grandfather them in and not grandfather for a price, them in increase? For a price increase, yeah. That's bull too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is that's another like fuck stern
2: moment too. That's really uncool. Now, like, Morphic didn't do that when they moved up their prices. JJP didn't do that no. when they moved up their prices.
1: I mean, if you're locked in, that's like saying, you know, you lock in your 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 interest rate, and then, oh, by the way, we're going to raise it. That's why. You know? That's
0: why I pulled the plug on the Deadpool. I paid. <laughs> cool. I paid for Deadpool. For me, it is in full. And then they're like, okay, well, it's going to be $1,000 more. And I sent $1,000 more and begrudgingly. And I said, I'm literally sitting on the, on the toilet like five in the morning, looking on pin side and that pin bot came up. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm buying that pin bot. I want a refund. I, I, yeah. Did, you yeah know. See? People don't wait forever, man. I'm like, I'm like, all I needed to do was have a cup of coffee and be on the toilet and go. Well, that that did it because it just like it was and I don't want to blame the distributor because, you know, they're they're, you know, they're stuck against the wall, too, because Stern says do this. You know, it's like, hey, you know what, if you've already paid up front or even put down a deposit, y'all, because eventually somebody's going to call the ball. You know, I seriously considered calling the Better Business Bureau about that. And I'm like, it is not worth my time to deal with these morons So in the
2: era of the internet, the Better Business Bureau really doesn't matter very much.
0: It doesn't. You can just go
2: on to Twitter and just bury somebody (laughs) a hundred times harder than the Better Business Bureau ever would.
0: I am so proud of the fact I've never been on Twitter. So I'm I'm really proud of that. Well, now you are
2: because Twitter sucks now, but Twitter used to be semi-useful.
0: I've never been, I don't, I never signed up. I've never been on there. So, but you know, that's, uh, Mark, is that, did you sum it up or do you have more
1: That's pretty much it. I just, like I said,
0: that was a a great one, Mark. That was good. That was good, sir.
1: It's just annoying. And I know there's behind the scenes of why it's happening, but it's just happening across the board. It's like, okay, let's come up. We got to have a solution here. Are we waiting for parts to be manufactured because there's not enough people to manufacture them? What is going on? I mean, it's getting old and the whole COVID thing that, that lumps in with that. It's like, okay, let's move on. Come on, people.
0: Take some NyQuil, shut the fuck up, and make some pinball parts.
1: Yeah, let's go. Come on. <laughs> let's go. Let's come on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tell him. Testify, brother. All right. Brian, you're up, sir. I don't know if I have a lane of the
3: year. I just can't really think of anything this year that's really upset me in terms of pinball stuff. It's been a rough year. You know, loss of a friend. But beyond that, you know, I, I, I don't give a shit about the price increases. I don't give a shit that they can't get games produced. What the fuck do I care? I'm not buying them. You know, and it doesn't affect me. Brian is also super upset
2: about the Weird Al delays. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm super not caring about the
2: Weird Al delays. I'm here to help you. Well, you He's <laughs> commiserate, can you? You've always got to be
0: a dickhead. <laughs> In fairness uh both okay dan mark give, you I, don't have an answer so I'll give me an answer there you go dan yeah. mark and i have these being topics, a uh, yeah we've had these topics set up for a week you know will and brian got these handed to him like 10 minutes before show no, don't topic. make excuses for him <laughs> okay, here's, here's what
3: I'm he's being brian about this i'm upset that the my parts on need from my station have been backwards since october there you, go. there you go That's it. Because I can't do any board work until those parts come in.
2: That's a pinball related problem, sir. So that's it. That's my
3: lame of the year. That's what I'm upset about. That and the Weird Al. Don't get (laughs) (laughs) surprised. It makes Dan happy so he doesn't whine and complain. There you go. See, exactly. But it's nothing to do with me caring about Weird Al. It's just so Dan uh, doesn't complain. Just
2: solidarity with your pin bros, man. Solidarity,
3: brothers. I'm upset
0: that Dan hasn't picked up his Bram Stoker's Dracula yet. That- yeah, we we, we we should do that this weekend. Wait a minute. You bought a Bram Stoker's Dracula? Yes. Dude, I've been thinking about that game a lot lately. Yes, I've
2: got severe emotional problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of problems, don't you? <laughs> I've got That's-
2: 99 problems, but a penny ain't one.
0: It's 17. Wow. Okay, <laughs> Dib, Dib, Dib. If nobody else has called Dibs, Dibs, when are you go to move it? Uh, done. Yeah, exactly. Welcome, what? welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, I know. Somebody like ten people got dibs already, huh?
3: Well, if you you can jump to the head of the line for the low, low price of four ninety nine,
0: ninety nine. Yeah, no,
3: <laughs> I could buy a rush box. Yeah, then Dan yeah,
2: can get a rush little- <laughs> box. Yeah, I
0: could buy. A, I could get the cool T shirt. <laughs> the rush box <laughs> going to be great. I was like, I was like, oh, cool, 30, 40 bucks for a cool rush that says Rush Pinball Stern. That's cool. Five hundred dollars. Good lord, man. You're not it, rich enough for this hobby. I, I, I'm not. I'm just not. So, Will, you got anything? You got to have something, bro.
3: <laughs> oh, God damn. Cast. <laughs> um, oh, man, dude, my lamb of the year is me because I didn't make it down here for Pinnagogo. Yeah, that was pretty weak. That's
0: pretty weak.
2: It was a good Pinnagogo, too. I, yeah,
3: not sorry. the best. It is what it is. No, it, it was a good Pinnagogo, man. The voice. God, we left but there like eleven thirty. Where's
2: All day. Yeah, it wasn't the best Kenogogo, kind of but it was a solid show, man. But the cat how, how come the they picture? don't use both buildings? Fuck that's anything. what
1: I missed, going back and forth. How come they don't have that anymore? Is it just they just made the show smaller? What's that? Yeah, how, not having games in the other building. Yeah, they wanted to go back the to the original. Yeah, they wanted to go back to the original.
2: The very first- I don't know if it was that they wanted to, or if it was just that like that's the level of support that they marshal. There's yeah. a lot of like the second room, and then the the EM room being super super full was just about promoting and bringing people in and having having some of the collectors that probably bring more stuff to Lodi being a little bit more dedicated to Pentagogo at the time.
1: Okay, got it. So I missed that because it's just more, more games, more games, more fun all carrying. the time. Yeah,
3: Larry's yeah. yeah. art was always the EM room. Yeah, yeah, but yeah,
2: it's just. This is a little bit more like what Pinnagogo was back when Will and I started going. Yeah, like 2006, 2005, 2006. And you had like that that one room, pretty full, some junk vendors
1: around the sides. And, uh, you know, it's fine, you know, but. It's still a fun show. I agree with you. It's, it's, it's still fun. And there are a lot of games that they have that they pack into that room. But. Yeah, you know I, what? I just and missed. I missed for, the what, walking it, like, back and forth. For the
2: whole weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love that's love. true. Like, yeah, the price you know, is really good. You know. You're right. You're right.
2: Yeah. You just, you can't, you can't beat the amount of fun that you can have just, you know, hanging around with for, your buddies playing. 20 some bucks. Ball. Yeah. Jeff and I had like the most impossibly epic game of hurricane and it was as grindy as you think that that would be. Oh, um,
1: not hurricane. Oh but yeah. Gosh. Just,
2: you know, just super fun to go in there and just play games with your buddies and then, you know, get something to eat cut out for a while, go do something else, come back. It's still there. It's not too crowded. It's a great show. But yeah, yeah. Will is super lame for not making it.
3: So, and I'm super lame for not making it
2: either.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, but I had a good reason. I to, didn't not make today. it either.
0: I was, I was going to go to the Denver show again this year, the Mile High show, but then the weather turned bad, so I ended up not going. But well, I,
2: you, Dan, I don't think any of us took every opportunity that we had to do everything that we could have done in pinball. Right. You know, you can't kill yourself.
3: No. No, no, the game's so late for that
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the wizard mode under Vana Pinball. It's
3: called Shotgun Blues. Oh! Ho, 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 ho,
2: ho, ho. <laughs> well, that sounds
0: like a thought to start the outro on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Getting, getting salty here. Well, you know, talk about, know talking about the shows, you know, kids, cover your uh, uh, It's 145 days until the Golden State Pinball Festival. hey yo. hey yo. So uh, we're going to wind it down because I, I remember talking, we always do this. It's like I think it was Mark said, well, is that going to be enough for us to talk about? Like, oh, yeah, we can get an hour out of that. We're an hour and 50, kids. So, but uh, so today I didn't put the date. Today is uh, December, Monday, December 26th, 2022. So, in case you were wondering, that's today's day. Um, this has been episode well, I won't go there yet. So, shout outs. I'm going to start shout outs and thank yous. Um, thank you to you guys, man, for coming on the show. Thank you to my co host for making another great year of uh, uh, improve, constantly improving pinball podcasts. And uh, thank you to all the wonderful people around the world. Literally, uh, we have people around the globe that listen to us. Um, shout outs to all you people who are the listeners who support us and listen. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, if you've got a lame of the year, just email us. Our email is lit at gmail.com and i'm not going to get to everybody tonight but i'm going to get to a or, few. or hit us up on the facebook hit us up on our facebook page it's we're finished. trying a
2: lot harder to interact with the facebook to get questions and and participation brian participated when i asked a facebook question about scooby-doo right yeah so thank you you're the man we had a couple others uh, You know, we know Facebook's old school, but we're not smart enough to use Instagram and nobody wants to do Twitter anymore. So please interact
0: with us at the Facebook. Send us your lames of the year. Yes, please. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. And Dan's been really taking kind of taking the lead on on getting a lot more stuff posted on Facebook. So so I want to do a few shout outs. There's so many people. If I don't mention you tonight, it's not that I'm not thinking about you. Just. We don't want the show to be six hours long. So a quick list of shout-outs tonight are uh, friends of the show, Eric Sieper, um, Alex Lambert, which we got to have both those guys on again, uh, George Gonzalez, uh, Willie Midtie, Pin Willie, uh, Jake Danzig, and Adam Holder. And, of course, Jeff and Courtney, uh, Claybaugh, and Chris and Michelle Bannister. So shout-out to all you guys, Adam Presler as well, and our commish, Michael Osher. And uh, thank you all for listening and making it another wonderful year. It's been a great 2022 and here's to an even better 2023. Dan, you're up. You know, I just kind of
2: want to go along with what you said. I want to just put it out there for the whole community. Um, you know, pinball isn't pinball without you guys anymore. Again, machines are great. Events are great. Tournaments are great. Uh, but none of them means anything without the people. Uh, Really glad to have gotten Will and Brian in tonight. Um, you know, try to to be to be Brian. fair. Will bought the food. Will brought Brian. I was getting set to start recording and just be kind of like, "Hey guys, keep yourself amused." And Brian's just like, "Oh, we're gonna do this," and I was like, "Fuck yeah, we're gonna do this. <laughs> Let's set up in the garage." So you know, just. Really great to have these guys back uh, back on the show. Really great to have Will back in the league and back in town. Uh, one of these days, we'll talk Ryan back into coming and playing with us. And, uh, you know, but, you know, just huge props to you guys. You know, you, Spencer, for uh, for the podcast. And, and you, Mark, for, for really uh, helping us up our game. And, you know, I've really enjoyed the thing that we've been building and you know we're building it slowly but we're building it surely and uh i think that we're that we're doing
0: good work so thank you guys Absolutely, Thank you. yeah no thank you mark
1: so my shout out is to you guys of course um will brian it's great to see you back uh, on the show and uh just really thanks for keeping it consistent trying to do a show every month uh, and being open to feedback from each other. It's always nice to make it better um, instead of just one person running the show. Uh, it, it's a, definitely a collective effort. So I really appreciate that. The other shout I want to make is to the folks at Press Start. They really have built the pinball community because of offering those weekly tournaments on Tuesday. We get every single week a new player that is interested in playing. It's amazing how many new people we get uh every week and it just keeps growing and growing and it is just wonderful to go to a place where you know the machines will work you know that it will be organized and you know it'll be just a fun time to hang out with people so shout out to jim martin who does a great job managing the place and kevin woods for keeping those games in perfect shape every time we have a tournament without you guys there would be no tournament And people would not be as excited to come every week because we always can count on you that they play perfectly when we get there. They don't play nice, but they sure play perfect as far as uh, no issues. And if there are, they get to them right away. So thanks you guys really appreciate it. Can't wait to see what happens in 2023 with all the exciting things that are going to happen at press start and competitive pinball in the Reno sparks area.
0: Nice, man. Brian, what
3: you got? I don't know. Normal shout-outs to everyone who's just been around and helped out. Nothing, Nobody in particular, nothing specific. Just general shout-outs to everybody. Thank you. I like it. It works.
0: It's simple. You know,
2: Syndrome says, when everybody gets a shout-out, nobody gets a shout-out.
3: You're right. (laughs) That's
0: all of (laughs) you. All right. We'll put it over to Will. I mean... Man, I got to give a shout out to Dan.
3: Um, I mean, dude, his garage is pretty awesome now, uh, and he is using it to host, um, you know, league and tournaments and parties because because Dan's the man. We got ourselves a studio out here tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna shout out to uh, everybody that helped put on. Uh, and
0: volunteers for uh, Golden State. Well, how's that? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it It's amazing. Eric, yeah. Eric
2: Deaf, Chris, uh, Chris Bannister, all those guy. guys. So many. Just, just hard to get things started. The whole, Steve. The whole it takes a lot of effort. You
1: know? It's a lot of work. Henry, we appreciate it greatly.
2: It's hard because I want to name all the old guys so I know we don't do it anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm like, quick job, <"John, laughs>
2: oh, wait. No, he doesn't do it anymore. Uh, yeah, sure. Steve Face you know, and Brad Grant.
1: There you go, Brad Grant. No, That's what I was thinking. Like he moved to Reno.
0: Yeah, I just talked to Greg uh, on Thanksgiving. He's doing good, and I got a Christmas card from him. So, and I talked to Brad. Wait, what did you say? Who who moved to Reno? Uh, Greg Ong.
3: Greg
2: Ong.
1: Ong. He he yeah.
2: Made, uh, among other things, if you've ever seen like the blinking uh, shooter rods on some people's games, he invented those.
1: He did? Yeah.
2: yeah. Where is he living
1: a in, in Reno? I uh, oh, didn't know that. I'll uh, I'll reach out
0: to him here at the new year, and then I'll see if I can get you guys to link up at, like, press start. He he travels a lot for work, so he's one of the – Oh, mean, that's cool. He's though. one of the – Greg's a great collectors. guy. We're good bros. And he's, he's one of the OGs in NorCal Pinball.
2: So Dude, he is definitely one of the OGs in NorCal Pinball, for sure, for sure.
0: Yep. Nice. So – um yeah, and he he just had a lot going on, you know, family and then like I said, he travels all over the country for work. So um, but we'll, we'll get you guys linking up. So but yeah, so does anybody else have anything else? Or are we ready to take it out? I think we're all good here. All right, so real quick, uh again, our email is thespinnerislit at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is the spinner is lit. It's the spinner is lit. Pinball podcast, pinball right? Pinball podcast, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, pinball podcast. We are, we are uh,
2: super professional.
0: I, you know what, man? I, I'm, I'm, the
2: spinner is lit. Here, let me, I just had it
0: up. Yeah, I did, I did too, so.
1: Hey, we even got nominated as one of the choices for the The, twi- for the twi- 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 we
2: did. Yeah, we, we were actually, you that's didn't even have
1: pretty cool. draw we were a drag down. Yeah, yes. we we're dragged down. We we're we were the dragged experience drag experience down. That, that's huge. That that's a huge, huge. celebration a that, shout and shout out. We're,
2: we're on the map.
1: Yeah, we are we're not a big city,
2: map. but we're <laughs> we're not unincorporated. We're on the map. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yes,
0: we are. we are. We are. We are that. So it's nice to get the recognition. Um, so yeah, and you uh, you can listen to us if you're listening to us. You already know uh, on our flagship at uh, SoundCloud com, the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast, and on iTunes. Um, this has been episode 52 of the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast. Take us out, boys. Play pinball. Keep
1: America strong.